That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on the Big Party Show. Good morning. This Action 3 News weather alert update is brought to you by Xarban ARS Heating, Cooling, and Plumbing. Drizzle and flurries uh, possibly throughout the morning commute. A high of 38 expected for today. Tomorrow, sunshine and a high of 45. Right now, 34 degrees. Watch Jim Flowers and the weather alert team on Action 3 News. There's no safer place in a storm. It's 6.06. Here are your news headlines. Well, the city is going to be hosting a meeting on the demolition of the Civic Auditorium. Oh, man. I know. Civic Auditorium near 18th and Capitol. It's all part of a $300 million redevelopment project. The city of Omaha sold the Civic Auditorium last summer, and so now, I guess... What's been, what was the last event that was in it, other than maybe a bead show? Oh, dude, I think and it was unofficial a, raccoon birthday parties. <laughs> had to be either... Uh, remember the soccer team that was here? I remember they were... Were they playing oh, there's been there? something. I'm saying, when was the last actual event? Oh, jeez. There's got to be plenty of things since then. You're talking about the Vipers. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Lazy. What's the Vinny the Viper? That was forever ago. <laughs> I'm saying there's been some kind of, I'm sure, like a sales event or something. Do they still do graduations there, or have they moved those? No, I, remember, I think it's I officially closed, but that's the, the question mark. But anyway, so we sold it. I thought somebody owned it and was going to turn it into a mall parking lot or something. I think they're going to, it's a $300 million development project, so they must have some sort of, I would imagine that that would be. Um, something more than just laying a slab for people to park on. The question is, for people listening, what was your last memory at the at the uh, old Civic? And probably a lot of people don't have one. Uh, the, the Vipers. <laughs> I think it's when we. I went to the hockey game with you guys. Yeah, been to a that's Lancer a good memory. Game, I've so. been to the Lancer game there. The Lancers moved back to the Civic after the Vipes. Yeah. Um, geez, concert-wise, I don't know. But before that, I think, before I went to the hockey with uh, the hockey match with you guys. Mavs were there back in the day when the yep. Mavs first started. Counting Crows was the last concert I went to there. Wow. You're going, you're going back to... <laughs> no, deep cuts. You're going back to like 95 or 96. Deep cuts. I'm telling you, and that's the that was the that was the big that was the big concert because you know they had that uh, song Omaha, yep. and then he got up on stage and was a complete. They're like, hey Adam, uh, you're on stage tonight in a town called Omaha, Nebraska. This is their huge arena, yeah. the Civic Auditorium, and he went out on stage and was like, whatever. Here's the song that put you guys on the map. Start turning the old man down. My like, hair is no. He wig. called it. He uh, he got up there and he goes. I almost called this Lincoln, and then they kicked into it. We're all like, "What did you? <laughs> you almost what? You playing in it Omaha?" It was just because the fans. The reason what he was annoyed. He hated us. No, what he was sick of is people in the front row were yelling for them to play Omaha, Omaha. from the opening song. It was like clearly probably going to be an encore. He was yes. and he got mad. So he, I think he said a couple of snarky comments. He I was said some snarky too. stuff. Yeah, he said snarky stuff. He said we almost called, almost called this Lincoln, and then they rolled into it. I'd seen, I had seen him out in the audience during the opening act. Doing he was like, what? he was watching the band, 
and I was going to get a beer, and I was like, hey, I love your album. He's like, whoa, <laughs> trying to watch a band here. I was like, wow, well then, don't be out in the audience with your big old weird white guy <laughs> dreadlocks. Like, you kind of stand out. <laughs> You're sort of not blending. Just saying. He was he was in a mood. Um, anyway, Civic Auditorium, it looks like it's going to get leveled. It's literally going to turn into a Counting Crows song, which is they'll uh, bulldoze paradise and put in a parking lot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if, your if your construct of paradise is the Civic Auditorium, which means <laughs> now it's a song that he's singing to raccoons. Uh, Papillion City Council is considering a proposal to make liquor sales legal between 6 a.m. and noon on Sundays. Uh, Omaha made that change back in 2013, one year after state lawmakers lifted the Sunday sales what, restriction. What year right? did we do it? 2013. It hasn't been that long. Only two years since we started selling booze on Sundays. I and didn't know. I thought that was still in effect afternoon uh, in Omaha. Wow. We're uh, big, I guess you're a big city. I guess you just got to do it. It yeah. used to be like, really, you can't not drink uh, if the you mo- want. morning of church day. Right. <laughs> Until all of us need to buy beer at 11 o'clock because you're at the grocery store or Costco anyway, and they give you a dirty look, and you're like, what? I'm going to a football game. Like, you know, a lot of times with Sunday, especially, I don't think it ever really comes up except for during football season. Or you got the shakes. Oh, there's that. (laughs) That always helps. But, you know, if you're going to a game and it's got a noon kickoff, a lot of people are heading over to parties or doing whatever. And then you go. Yeah, I think this is for serious alcohol. It's for hard liquor, right? Yeah. This is for hard liquor, liquor sales. So, uh, right now, Papillion allows the sale of beer and wine during that time, just not booze. So, this could be, you know, fireball. You God, should it's... be uh, in church <laughs> or getting into a bottomless mimosa. Yes. <laughs> Pop the cork on that. Uh, How defense... did I not know that you can buy liquor on Sunday? I still live by that. So, if I was to go grocery shopping uh, to this day on a Sunday and I'd want to buy hard alcohol, I wouldn't buy it because of that. I didn't know this. Ah, it doesn't matter. Well, now I can. Well, you're gonna are you gonna go out this Sunday and set your alarm to make sure you can go out and buy like a big old jug of vodka? Oh yeah, that's exactly what I, <laughs> I mean. That's do. the that's thing. How often is that? that. And I, but it was like the point was like you can't wait. Yeah, you needed a bottle of vodka Booze. now. Yeah. Right. And also, I don't think you could order them in restaurants, which is probably maybe why mimosas are so big. Because mimosas, you could, I think it was a liquor thing. I yeah. Don't, I don't. The wine with. Mimosas I, is where people come up with an excuse so to drink. Bloody Marys, though. Think about it. If you if that was really in effect, then you wouldn't be able to get a Bloody Mary. I don't, I don't, yeah, I don't know. Anyway. I don't understand the Bloody Mary. Oh, boy. Really? What don't you understand? No, I'm just saying I've just never been a fan. People are, you know, rave about, oh, that place has got great Bloody Marys. They serve, like, practically a platter of food on top. You know, you'll go to some places where it's like a stick. Yeah, of, people like the garnishes. Yeah, like a, they'll have like a stick of bacon. And I mean, there's just crazy garnishes where it's basically a meal in and of itself and uh, and a drink. That's what I mean. Uh, so Defense Secretary Ash Carter says that the Pentagon is deploying a specialized target force to help Iraqi forces fight ISIS. Uh, um, House, uh, pardon me, Carter told the House Committee uh, on a, that American troops are going to also be positioned to carry out missions in Syria, and then they'll be able to lead raids, gather intelligence, target ISIS leaders, and free hostages. So slowly but surely, boots on the ground. Yes. Boots on the ground, running up and down with the boots on the ground. So the Defense Secretary stressed that the U.S. and local fighters will continue accelerating efforts to go after ISIS following the deadly terrorist attack in Paris. 
According to Defense Secretary um, Ash Carter, he said, quote, we are aware at war. So uh, 300 people in the U.S. are actively recruiting for ISIS. That's what a new study mm-hmm. says. Researchers so saying 300 people inside the United States. Yes, that there is a growing ISIS support presence within the U.S. It's not as mobilized or as uh, organized as outside of our borders, but that there is a small grassroots and it's growing. Twitter, uh, I guess the terrorist group mainly uses Twitter to encourage people to travel to Syria or Iraq and join what ISIS calls its caliphate. And uh, recruiters also encourage people to plan attacks in the U.S. Have you uh, guys ever fallen for... I, I don't know. I don't even know that. where you find it. I mean, how you fall for no a, a tweet from no. ISIS and you're like, I guess I'm changing my ways. <laughs> Last night just got lit up by a nice little tweet from ISIS. Change your ways. Changed my whole worldview. Yeah. I don't know where that... I'm in. I guess if you're looking for it... I mean, uh, they're totally know. getting exploited. I mean, they're just using mm-hmm. uh, the losers of the world. I mean, anybody could do this. You know, that's that mindset of where they're like the Joker, where they're like, we just want chaos. But, I mean, on an operational level, once you'd make it over to ISIS, let's say you're some down-and-out American, you're just going to get used and turn into a, uh, a suicide, suicide bomb. bomber, or, the, or they don't even tell you. They're like, put on this vest. And like, walk, he's awfully heavy. And walk that way. And then they light you up. I mean, ISIS, they don't, is, ISIS is still made up with the senior leadership, senior military leadership, which are former Saddam guys. Remember, we yes. dismantled that military when we went in. We fired the Sunni ruling class. And those are the guys that are kind of running stuff. Like, they have a, um, a religious, fanatical kind of leadership, but they're still tapping into... Former insurgency, which have been sort of running the show since a week after we toppled Saddam. And this is, of this course, after we installed him how many year, you know, decades yeah. prior. Well, about that. Here, it's, give you the job. And now we're very on. broken region. So, yes. man, it is really disastrous over there. Well, this is a weird story that's coming that I saw. The White House, um, or, or I'm sorry, not the, uh, the U.S. defense officials are saying that a suspected terrorist... Uh, who's been held at Guantanamo Bay for 13 years, might be a victim of mistaken identity. It's just terrible. He's just some redheaded guy just from Cleveland. guy. Documentation submitted yesterday states that the 37-year-old Yemeni national was captured back in 2002 and thought to be with al-Qaeda, but now the Department of Defense says that uh, it believes that the acts were carried out um, that the acts they thought were carried out by him were done by another guy with a similar name and similar aliases. They're like, oops. I'm sure there's a lot. I mean, probably not as many now, but yeah, there were a lot of guys that, you know, if you were the cab driver, there's one right. real famous story. If like you're, if you're somebody's driver, you got pulled in. Yeah, I'm sure that would probably be on the list of some people we would grab. Anybody connected to whoever. Yeah. So that oh. some reports were like linking this guy to stuff in the 90s, and then during a hearing yesterday, officials say that this guy is not a continuing significant threat to the U.S. So Guantanamo holds about 107 people, a total that has been decreasing. It's all part of a plan to close down the facility, but the White House is rejecting a plan uh, to close it down um, and build a replacement facility in the U.S. The Wall Street Journal is reporting that the Obama administration is dismissing the plan as too expensive, sending it back to the Pentagon, like make some revisions. So I guess 
administration officials are saying that it would cost as much as $600 million to close the prison and build another in the U.S. They're going to kick that can to the next administration. It's going to last for forever. Uh, Federal Reserve Chair Janet Yellen is expected to give some guidance today on how quickly the central bank is going to raise interest rates. It's going to happen Yellen's going to speak at two events in Washington. Many economists and commentators expect the Fed to begin raising rates later this month. And Black Friday shoppers were going after many things this year, including guns. I guess the FBI shows that they processed over 185,000 background checks for gun purchases, uh, the biggest shopping day of the year. And I guess there were deals to be had. So that's the most ever recorded in a single day. I guess that beats out the previous total, which was December 21st back in 2012. And that was the record set after there was that incident at Sandy Hook. Because Obama's been the greatest thing for the, ever for the gun industry. I mean, the NRA ought to be sending him thank you bouquets all the time. Because people just can <laughs> always go, he's coming for your guns, man. Yep. Obama's no, taking them. You better get your license, get your guns now. <laughs> so. And then it's just like, what? Um, so fa- Facebook founder and CEO Mark Zuckerberg and his wife are celebrating the birth of their daughter by donating billions of dollars to charity. In a letter to their new daughter, Max, the couple laid out plans to give 99% of their Facebook shares to their Chan Zuckerberg initiative. It's kind of that it's that whole thing that Warren Buffett and Bill Gates are doing where it's this promise uh, to give away 99% of your wealth. The stock is currently worth about $45 billion. So the organization is said to be focusing on personalized learning, curing disease. A, and it's going to be a slow... Well, well, yeah, when is it going to affect, though? So it's it, 99... In his lifetime. In his right. lifetime. Right. And it's going to be slow. Right, because um, Buffett and Gates and those guys didn't come to this yeah. mindset until later on. Yeah. Sure. They had a lot less life <laughs> yawning out ahead of them. But he wrote this long letter talking about Zuckerberg uh, to his daughter on how he, you know they want to make this place a better place uh, for her than it was for them. So, yeah, I guess they're going to drop a share a year or something like that. I mean, it, I Yeah, know. it's going to be a slow, like slow leak, oh, but yeah. it's about 99% of their combined wealth. Is I wonder be. if Zuckerberg's got family members that are like, dude, and this is his <laughs> wife's idea. Yeah. Yep. Hey, She's like, I she didn't had, do this. I didn't realize this, but I didn't know that Zuckerberg had his name on a hospital in which she works at. Does he own the hospital there? That was strange. Oh. I'm like Zuckerberg, San Francisco Hospital? Wow. Oh, I don't know. I mean, I know she's a doctor, but I don't. Yeah. Even, I don't even she, think I know what kind of doctor she is. Yeah. So anyway, that's a whole lot of dough. That little Max is adorable. They released a photo, like the first photo of them as a family. So sweet. I wonder how much Chan um, and Mark are on Facebook all the time. Like, are they just like the rest <laughs> of us? I think they're. Uh, I don't think he's on as. You know, I don't know. I don't know because he had that baby last week. Um, apparently. Like in, and he just posted. Are they both Facebook. checked out, always on their phones? Gosh, I Liking doubt things. it. I would love yeah. it. Does They're he like, have like a beta where he's got extra stuff we don't? Yeah. At least Tom checked in with us a little bit uh, here and there Whatever on MySpace. I don't know. Tom from MySpace. Yeah. Tom from MySpace. Remember that guy? No. <laughs> you don't? How could no. you not? As Did you even you, have a MySpace? As soon as you opened I an account. I never had a MySpace account. Oh, you didn't? 
He was the Mark Zuckerberg. You oh, never, was he? You yeah. never had a MySpace account? I know. She just started with Facebook? Now, I this did. isn't because Molly's 21, no offense. <laughs> 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 oh, my God, it's because I'm 18. Shut up, Jeff. Uh, it's theater of the mind. Okay. That is your news update on Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. Tom Anderson. Yes, Tom Anderson. I can still see his face in my head because he was always... You know how you have friends on, uh, you know, the little photos that are next to you on Facebook? This would be always the first one. Tom! Right there. It said he's still known as MySpace Tom because until 2010. Yeah. Until 2010. Okay. He would automatically be assigned as the first friend. Yes. Of new MySpace users upon the creation of their profiles. Like your ambassador type of deal? Yeah, it's like you would be in you theory, you sign up for Facebook and all of a sudden Mark Zuckerberg goes, blink. That's fantastic. And he's like, your I'm first your, pal. I'm your buddy. Hey, hey. All right, 622. Your high day going to be 38. 45 tomorrow. Uh, they're saying that a little bit of drizzle and flurry is possible this morning, but uh, right now it's currently 33 degrees. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 94.1. Have you heard? 40- You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music Alright, good morning. It's six thirty and outside the temperatures say thirty-three degrees. Uh, I'll go up to thirty-eight. May see some drizzle and flurries this morning, uh, but then a warm-up. Look at this, forty-five tomorrow, fifty by Sunday. Or excuse me, by uh, Friday. Then the mid forties. Some glaze maybe on the weekend. Glaze. Yes, a little glaze. Gonna get glazed. Possibly this morning. But then I think that's it. Uh, for a few days. We'll Hello. Check the gladar. Yep, gladar. <laughs> What's up, dear? Hello. Hello, you're on the phone. Hi. Hi, talk to us. What's going on? What can we do for you? Oh, what are you talking about? <laughs> yeah, what was that? <laughs> talk. Oh, Whoa. It's no. good stuff. Can I get a copy of that? I want to put that on my real resume tape. I'm going to put that on my real. We take phone calls. We do. Do they talk? We should do an end of year compilation. We should do an end of year compilation of all of like the weird. You know what I'm saying? You know, Maybe how, like a lot of places. Hear. Maybe they just can't hear Let's us. Let's do diagnosis of a phone call. What happened off the air? <laughs> you screened the call. Yeah, I screened the call. Well, she said well, she'd like to talk about something that uh, that we we're talking about in the news. I believe it was a civic auditorium at the time. And I said, okay, we'll go with the after news here. We just got to wrap this thing up. And she said, okay. Huh? Hello? Shy, shy. Hello, ma'am. You got shy. Call him back. Was it a lovely lady? It was a lovely lady. Oh, yeah. Did you um, mention the fact that she was stuck in a well? No, <laughs> I'm in a well. Or kidnapped. What do you want to talk about? Anything? Just in, get me out of this. In the well. back of a trunk. Well, it's the weirdest calls already this morning. And uh, I mean, earlier when we when I got here, uh, um, someone had called and wanted to speak with Molly. I'm like. What is everything okay? And we're trying to get ready. And I'm like, she's like, I, I, I need to. I can only speak with her. I'm like, what is wrong? Every caller is, is precious. Okay? Every call is Every precious. Every call is precious. Let's try it again. Yeah, let's just try it again. Oh my gosh! Hello, who's so this? Hello, open phone Wednesday. Hi. Hi, this is Juanita. You were talking about the Civic Auditorium. Sure. Right. Okay. The last event was a dance recital in the music hall. That was in June, just before they closed the doors. And then in August, that's when they had that big auction where they sold everything that wasn't nailed down. Oh, yeah. You could oh. buy like a Zamboni oh. or a okay. hockey net. Yeah. I remember that. 
All right. Well, I just wanted to let you know. Oh, thank Did, what, you. When was, when was your last memory of the Civic Auditorium? Uh... The circus, because I worked there for 24 years. <laughs> Get out of here. Wow. Really? So are you sad to see it go? Yes. It's very sad. There was yeah. a lot of good memories. Yeah, so am I. Wow. The circus, huh? I remember taking my sister. That was her first and only circus. Uh, really? We went to, because of the fact that she got afraid of clowns instantly. Um, <laughs> so I couldn't take her there, because there are clowns greeting everybody at the door. <laughs> My daughter still hates clowns, so she didn't like the circus that much. <laughs> oh, wow. So what did you do at the, at the circus? Or were you just working the... I was a supervisor and worked in the stands. Oh, okay. Really? Okay. Yeah, that well, was like, a lot of history That was there. probably where we... That was where I saw the circus. It's where we probably mm -hmm. all saw our first concerts. A lot of people walked across the stage mm -hmm. at graduation. Yes. A lot of sporting um, memories. We, we had a lot, of, a lot of good concerts. I remember when... Uh, uh, oh God! There's so many. Um, um, Rose, um, Bette Midler. <laughs> yes, yes. Celine Dion, I believe. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. Well, hey, dear. Thanks for calling back. We appreciate okay. it. Okay. Thank right. you. All right. Bye bye. Later. Thanks, darling. Right. Uh, it was one of Elvis's final concerts of his overall career. Yes. Elvis uh, performed at the Civic on June nineteenth, nineteen seventy-seven, and the concert was filmed for a CBS TV special at the time called Elvis and Concerts. And he wore the Mexican sundial suit. Yeah. Really? My mother met him that day. Uh, we, well, they were heading to the airport, and she were on the road uh, to the... And I bet there used to be a place called Allied Chemical. Anyway, apparently their limo or whatever got a, a, uh, got a um, flat tire, so they ran in there. My mother was a secretary there, and someone ran in and asked if they can use the phone. She said, yeah, sure. Used the phone, called whoever, left, and then all of a sudden, Elvis comes walking in. I just won't thank you very much. And he's in his big cape and... <laughs> My mother was so crazy that, that day. I never forget how crazy she was. She just, just sat there and cried. Now, could he be your father? <laughs> Is there a chance? Uh-huh. <laughs> you could have. Think you got to get that Elvis. Hey, God, he could. One, one of the incredible stories of, of Elvis, and I know this happens with other famous people, but there are, there are moms out there who have told their kids, <laughs> yeah. Elvis is your dad. Because they don't really want right. to know who... They don't really yeah. want to tell their kid who you maybe your real dad. They is. want a so winner. Yeah. Deadbeat. Yeah. They ran away. Okay. So there are a lot of gen which is kind of cruel. That <laughs> they've told their kid, "You Elvis is your dad." Oh. And you wonder how many. Some got to be true. Elvis yeah. got around, right? Hey, I mean, I don't know if my mother took him. You know, they went out back and and I mean, I don't know. I guess I could. <laughs> I never thought about that. Elvis Presley. What was it? The nineteen seventy seven show? Yeah. Well. Let's oh, I guess get, I let's get out some scratch paper here and figure out that he's not your dad by over a decade. <laughs> and Elvis was better at math, so not your dad. <laughs> no, I thought he was my dad. That's <laughs> no. cruel. I'm yeah, older than I, I think. I found out on radio. I'm older than I think. I thought I was born in 77, or at least conceived. Nine months after and such. <laughs> Ah, good morning. We got celebrity news. Yeah, yeah. Oh my god! Yeah. yeah, I thought this was the celebrity news. Your dad's Elvis. So maybe we could do a documentary. Elvis oh, Presley, god. not my dad. <laughs> and there could and be. A, it's not just up. your testimony. It's a bunch. Probably right. a lot of kids in Memphis. Yeah, exactly. 
Uh, wait, wait, real fast. Uh, Megan, what's going on with the roads? Oh, well, crews are working on an early morning accident, 79th and Crown Point. Expect some delays there. Also, stalled vehicle being tended to northbound 132nd. And Harrison, do watch out for that as well. Interstates are looking good. Volumes are increasing, but not seeing any delays there. Christmas Carol, sponsored by First National Bank, now through December 23rd at the Omaha Community Playhouse. Tickets on sale. Call 402-553-0800 or visit the box office or omahaplayhouse.com. I'm Megan Reader. That's your traffic update on the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94. All right, thanks, Megan. See, now you got me thinking back. Was it 77 or was it a, before that? So he now was I, here. You're wondering. He was what here at were... least twice. Was he here in like 68? Does it say the second time? Do you have it? I, I don't have it, but okay, I know right. he was here at least twice. Twice. Okay. And maybe three times. Although maybe one of them there was he was canceled. Okay. I think there might be a story like the Elvis has left the building. Okay. All right. Has a connection. Party. We've met your dad. There is no question <laughs> that you are his son. I'm just saying. Let me I have dream a little. Met your father, and you can tell yourself whatever you like. But having met the man, I would say Apple doesn't fall far from tree. <laughs> okay, right, it's like Elvis. Love my dad. It's like Elvis was like the first guy to do lots of cocaine in America. So nobody <laughs> knew the obvious effects. Yeah. People were like, oh, he's got so much energy. I don't <laughs> right. It's much. called speed. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we got celebrity news coming up, Molly. Uh, yes, the National Board of Review announced the best film of the year and some other bests for already rolling those out. And uh, find out what Carrie Fisher had to do in order to join the most latest Star Wars film. I'll tell you about that coming up next. On Omaha's number one hit music station. You are listening to the Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. It's uh, Wednesday, and we're going to see a high of 38 today. Maybe drizzle flurries this morning. Uh, 45 tomorrow. Currently, we're about 33 degrees outside. All right, celebrities of Mali. So, movie of the year. I can't believe we're already coming to this point, but the National Board of Review... Uh, you know, they, they put in, get the Hollywood uh, award season rolling, and they named Mad Max Fury Road the best film of 2015. Really? I think we all agree. It was pretty, pretty good. fantastic. I don't know if it's the best, but it was pretty dang good. Yeah, I've seen it three times. I, and I don't do that in a year. So. That was a movie that was important to see in the theater, though. Yeah. you got to admit. Yes. It's so good. God, um, good. And then there was the, okay, so the awards were announced yesterday. And Mad Max Fury Road took home top honor for the best movie of the year. But then it was The Martian that came away with the most wins. What about like uh, the ones that just came out last week? Are they not considered in that or that's for next year? That's probably for next year. Okay. I don't know what All the right. cutoff is okay. for a lot of the stuff. Well, actually, no, that's, I take that back because an award for the best ensemble went to Adam McKay's new movie, The Big Short. And that hasn't really gotten... The ads really? are coming out. The ads are coming out for that. Looks like it's a great cast. It's okay. an unbelievable movie. Okay. I mean, I've had, uh, yeah. I mean, it's going to be really interesting, and it's probably going to be another bombshell for. It's all about the financial collapse that happened back in 2007. Some guys that knew what was going on were mad and wanted to get even with the bank. So I'm curious what that backstory is. I think that one on the big short will be a big movie this year, like a serious drama. And the other one that's about the uh, the scandal, the church scandal with with. Uh, 
um, abuse scandal. Yeah, the abuse scandal. Is that one. the Calvary? Um, is that the one that you're talking about? Was it already out? No, it hasn't come out yet. Oh, okay. Skid raves. I'm thinking of something else then. Uh, so they're talking about uh, the awards were announced. The Martian came away with the best, most wins. Best actor for Matt Damon. Best director, director for Ridley Scott. Best adapted screenplay. Um, and, and none of us have still seen The Martian. No, and I came so close this last weekend. Did you? Okay. Oh, I came I, so close. I can't pull the trigger on it for some reason. <laughs> yeah, because Interstellar wrecked it for us. Yeah, it did, absolutely. Interstellar was a stupid space movie, which half the country loves. Yeah. And I've you heard either get nothing. it or you don't. And it had Matt Damon in it. But yeah. good stuff. I have heard nothing but amazing things from everyone who has seen The Martian. Oh, yeah. Like, not, it's just I'm saying that's why it suffered from us. Right. We'll all catch it when it comes out on HBO. Yeah. yeah. Or is it, it's not out on Redbox yet, is it? No, it's still at the no. movie theater. Yeah, I was going to say, it's still in theaters. I mean, it's still showing out at like the Rave and the uh, the Regal. There's It's all over town. It's just, okay. gonna get it! Um, and I guess one of the things, uh, uh, Brie Larson won Best Actress for her performance uh, as a captive mother in this movie called Room. I haven't seen it yet. But I thought about you, Jeff, because Beasts of No Nation one of the young co-stars won for breakthrough. It was like his breakthrough performance. He's probably yeah. a little boy. He's yeah. a little boy. Main Abraham character. That's, that's, Atta. that's the Netflix yep. um, first ever, right? Made for yes. Netflix movie about sort of like Lost Boys in Africa. Yeah. So it's he child was one soldiers. of the child soldiers. And he won for, I mean, a breakthrough. So the National Board of Review, it's known for kind of spreading its awards around as much as possible. Uh, but uh, it's like this annual dinner in Manhattan, and it sort of gets the gets the deal, uh, you know, gets the Hollywood uh, award season rolling. But I guess uh, Amy Winehouse's film Amy won best documentary. I have yet to see that, and then best animated film went to Pixar's Inside Out. So, well, gosh, it's hard to believe that we're already getting ready for award season, but it'll be coming faster. Than have you day. seen the ads with Ricky Gervais where he's uh. like? Hello, Hollywood. Hollywood. I mean, I wonder if he really is hated in Hollywood for doing that. Like, it's pretty. You've seen the ad, it's zoomed right. in on his face, and yeah. he's grinning, and then it zooms out, and he's like, I'm Get watching. <laughs> watching you, Hollywood. I'm taking notes. Like, I can't wait to get up there and skewer you. Oh, <laughs> Everybody's gonna excited. It's going to be interesting. Uh, and in a new interview, Carrie Fisher. You know, she uh, made made famous for her role in Star Wars uh, as Princess Leia. I guess uh, Carrie Fisher revealed that Disney asked her to lose 35 pounds to come back and reprise her role as Princess Leia in the new upcoming Star Wars now, movie. It, is that uncalled for? It's not just the Hollywood way they make suggestions or they make requests, right? They've always done that. I, I mean, it depends. Okay. We I, want I, you to be pic- in picture shape. I guess so. I, I mean, stuff like that seems sort of vanity purpose. I mean, she's going to be older in the movie. It's not. But this is what's interesting. It's kind of full circle for her because I guess when she originally was hired, what was she, 19, to play Princess Leia, it was on the condition that she lose 10 pounds before they started filming. So she uh So her whole life has wow. been... Well, I mean, it's like she's not... I saw an interview. Jimmy Kimmel did a special thing last week, a special uh, show with the whole new cast. It was like J.J. Abrams was there and Carrie Fisher and like all the new cast members. And they were showing all sorts of cool new stuff from the Star Wars movie. And she was there. And it's like, you know, she's like older now. I mean, they probably want to recognize her a little bit. You know, 20 pounds is a lot of pounds. 35, they asked Oh, 35. 35. That's a lot, yeah. She said they don't want to now. hire all of me, only about three quarters. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> Have you seen the clip where somebody pulled together all of the um, 
female, non-Princess Leia, uh-uh. female speaking parts okay. in all three of the first Star Wars movies. The Star Wars trilogy. All right. Terrible. It's a minute and 20 seconds. Yeah. Oh, that's it. There's a minute and 20 seconds of non-Princess Leia female dialogue. Well, there was just a story out either yesterday or... I can't even remember m- 10 seconds outside of Prince Leia, Princess Leia. Monday, where J.J. Abrams was t- encouraging mothers to take their daughters to this new Star really? Wars movie. That it's supposed to have a really strong female message. You know, that Ray is one of the leads. Mm-hmm. And so I think it's a little bit different. I think it's a little bit more maybe female-centric this time. Anyway, I, just, I saw the headline where J.J. Abrams was encouraging mothers that there would be a good strong message for young girls. So we'll see. That is your celebrity news update on Oma's number one hit music station, Channel 94.1. All right, it's about 33 degrees. Thanks, Molly. Uh, calls in, 402-938-9400. We'll take your calls. That's how you uh, get in on the show. Uh, your high today is going to be about 38. We may see some drizzle and flurries this morning. And then tomorrow, in the 40s, we're going to travel to 45, so that's pretty sweet. Uh, news is coming up next. We'll check with traffic with uh, Megan. Are those Christmas lights messing with your internet connection? We'll tell you about that coming up next. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Cut from Mimokas, gift exchanges, and holiday concerts. There's tables for the holiday season. The Channel 94.1 Diaper Drive is on that list for a lot of families, too. Many of your neighbors, relatives, and co-workers have been collecting diapers for the Libby House since the very beginning 12 years ago. So this year, whether it's your 13th time or your first time, please know that we need your help on December 18th, 19th, and 20th at the Linden Market Hy-Vee, where we'll be broadcasting from the Prestige Rejuvenation Center RV. Challenge people on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram using hashtag Channel Diaper Drive. Let's have another record breaking year by filling the Werner Enterprises trucks, the Channel 94 One Diaper Drive from Omaha's leader in women's health, Methodist Women's Hospital, Hy-Vee at Linden Market, and Omaha's number one hit music station, Channel 94 One. It is the season of giving, and it can be kind of stressful for some people. This is Molly from the Big Party Morning Show to tell you how